Hey, you busy? Mm-mm. Okay, let me run something past you real quick. Okay, so if I sound super duper excited, just listen, bear with me. I'm pacing the floor as I got the phone in my hand, and I'm just like super duper excited. Okay, so I'm going to be super duper uh, candid, all right? This is a judgment-free phone call. Hopefully, you don't have nobody on three-way listening to me so y'all can laugh at what I'm trying to say, but here goes. So I feel like the last couple of days, God's been working on me on good intentions and making sure that those good intentions remain a constant without other things bleeding into it. So I have been trying to do certain business ventures, right? And I think that because I've come from the corporate world, I'm always thinking about, okay, so what's the financial gain from that? And okay, so how can I do A, but still make sure that I'm meeting my financial, you know, B, right? And I felt like God was just like, you're not getting it. And so I was getting frustrated because I guess what it was, was I was trying to bring corporate into the entrepreneur lane with me. And that is such a disservice on so many different levels because the two just simply don't match, right? So would kind of, I did jobs in the corporate world that I liked. Some I liked a little bit more. But to be honest with you, what kept me aspiring to go to the next level, take the next opportunity was what? Right, the pay. Salary, sir. <laughs> I'll do all that, but how much did you say? Okay, and what do we get merit increases? Okay, how often? Because I think if we all truly admit and pull back the layer of truth in all of our academic, financial, job, career, what have you, what we really are chasing is either opportunity or finances because the corporate world can be kind of like a dog eat dog, right? It's like, listen, crab in a barrel type of thing. You got to get it as you can get it. It's who you know. It's this whole political climate in the corporate world that's just, you have to have a taste for that. It's absolutely a delicacy. So, Going on the entrepreneur lane, especially if this is new to you, um, because it's very rare that you go off into a lane that you already know someone personally who's doing it, right? So it forces you to then go and seek information because that's the wise thing to do. Go read books, go search your your person that you look up to that's in your particular area, specialty, what have you, and find out how, right? Because what you don't want to do is reinvent the wheel and you don't want to frustrate yourself and feel like, how come I'm only not making it? And you're not realizing, look, that person started in the basement of, of a house that they did not own. That person was sleeping on the couch. That person was, you know, jobless for how long? That person was in, like, we hear the huge thing on Tiffany Haddish, right? We think like, oh, she went on the movie Girl Strip with Jada Pinkett and them, and that's how she got her fame. And we didn't even know the backstory to the fact that she was doing stand-up and other things in the comedy realm for a very long time. To the point that she crossed paths with Kevin Hart at some point. To the point that she was living in her car, Kevin Hart was made aware, and I think he was he wasn't as you know blown up as he is now but he had given her three hundred dollars at one point and he I don't think he knew or he was aware that you know what she may be struggling so if you kind of look at oh we just see the highlight reel we just see oh, okay this is how they made it and I don't care how many times someone tells you don't quit you know just hang in there and we did not see the process so we don't understand 
what the weight means. Sometimes weight feels very much so like another four-letter word that you can't say around grandma. And if we're not careful, we will start to then incorporate in whatever realm that we're walking and whatever thing that we're believing God for, we will start incorporate things that fight against what it is that God's trying to bless us with and what we're believing God for. So I say all that to say, let me just let you know, like, I'm super excited. So I was reading John 10, right? New Living Translation. I was going to say John 10, 10, but I'm like, no, that's not the verse. Um, I started at 11. And God does this amazing thing that when he's talking to me, even in the context of what he's talking, he will let it mean to me what it's supposed to mean to me. And I was just, I'm, I'm been flawed on how he's been able to do such, you know, like in our prior conversations, he made the lion um, make sense to me in a way that it was like, I didn't even look at lions like that. You know, he made the snake and shedding of the skin there means something else to me. And it's just like, oh, how are you doing this? So in this scripture, like, I'm so excited. I'm about to get a headache. Okay. So John 10, 11. I want to just read a couple of verses and I'm going to tell you exactly what he told me. It's the inside scoop. Fresh off the press. Couldn't even, it couldn't be any fresher. So verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. 12, a hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. 13, the hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. Listen to me. I am getting ready to throw this phone. It's almost like God was screaming to me. There is a level of investment that I need you to have for this particular thing. For me, it's the entrepreneurial lane. For you, it may be relationship, it may be children, it may be you going for that promotion at your job, it may be wanting more friends, whatever it may be, there is a level of investment that is required. So he made me think of, he did a comparison in my heart between Adam and um, Jesus. And he said, the reason why Adam failed in the garden is, yeah, he may have had a hand and, you know, the creative process in that he was able to name all the animals, but he didn't protect it like he should have because he didn't create them. So Adam's level of investment versus Jesus' level of investment is, you know, there is no comparison. You see what I'm saying? And so when he started unveiling that to me, I was like, oh, because let me explain something to you. Jesus had a couple of times that even myself, I would have been like, you know what? I'm tapping out. I can't. You guys are annoying. My first time, a couple of centuries around this, um, I did three, you know, um, around this earth. I'm not feeling y'all. Like, it was better when I was up there in the heavenly realm doing my own thing. But y'all don't, y'all don't make me cry. Y'all don't frustrated me. I don't turn over tables. I just, I can't. Y'all so small minded. I'm not used to being around small minded people. So you know what? I'm good. And I would have unzipped, you know, the back of the uh, earth suit. And I would have just got out. Just, I'm good. I can't be bothered. But the level of investment because the Bible says that Jesus was there from the beginning of the creation. It says it in John. He was there. When God was like, let us make man in our own image, the us that he was speaking to, he was talking to Jesus. The Bible says that everything that was made was created through Jesus. So it was like, time out. I, I mean, B, 
bing, the light bulb went off. The level of investment is the game changer. It has nothing to do with, you know, being born back in the days. No, your marriage will work based upon the level of investment. Grandma had a level of investment that was like, look, this is your daddy. This is going to be your granddaddy. I ain't going to be fooling around. Listen, we're going to make this work. He's going to eat this dinner and he's going to have a nice day. He's going to sleep in this bed. I don't care nothing about no couch. Get in the bed. I don't care how mad you are. We're going to make it work. And you know what? No, take your medicine. Okay, well, guess what? Here's your glass of water. And it was just a level of like, no, sir, I don't have children by you. I don't, I don't made a home with you. Absolutely not. I didn't seen you when, you know, the back of your sneakers had holes in them, sir. Now you get some hard bottoms and you want to, I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. Mm -mm. Now in current days, let him get on your nerves for a solid 30 days. And you're just like, I can't, you know, we quick to go ahead and throw a little irreconcilable differences on a piece of paper and, and, and slide it under a judge door real quick. Right. And it's because your investment is not there. Now, granted, we're not talking about the extreme situations where it's like, look, Tina Turner. <laughs> I mean, really. I, I mean, at this point, we could find another guitarist. Like, it's, it's never going to be that serious. Cake is never, you would never look at cake the same. You see what I'm saying? And so the level of investment, some may have had it more than others. You know, Martin Luther King, God bless him. But, you know, you can't even get somebody to walk to the store, let alone walk in past states and county lines and stuff just to let people know no i am invested in making sure that people get their freedom that skin color look a lot like mine you know michael x had a different kind of you know a posture he was like look you know martin you could be about the non-violence but um they're gonna get these hands that they come near me i'm just gonna go ahead and let you know no i, I very much believe in all the arms and all the bearings so <laughs> yeah let them try and this is what's happening harriet tubman the level of investment of no, it's not just about my freedom alone, isolated. It is about me making sure that somebody else experiences the freedom that I that we all should have. So no, I'm going back, sir. Like, Harry, are you going back? But you already tasted the freedom cookie, and you're going to go back and, and share it? It's only enough freedom for... Really? And, like, those examples alone should just be enough to make you look at yourself like, what's my level of investment? And reading this chapter was just a slap in the face to me in so many different ways because he literally said in verse 13 in John 10, the hired hand runs away, runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. Let the sheep mean whatever it is it's supposed to mean to you. So for me, it's going to be the entrepreneurial lane. No, you are going to run at the site of, and I've rebuked the name of Jesus, but you have the potential of running away from a circumstance that looks like it's a little bit, you know, too difficult. Because if you continue to try to go ahead and do the whole entrepreneurial route with the intent and the motive of, I'm doing this for money, it will run you away. When I read this chapter, I was like, oh my goodness. If you are just looking for a spouse just so that you can get the ring that you want and the wedding that you want and to be able to put a missus in front of your first name and be able to change your last name, you know, he liked it so he put a ring on it, uh-oh. If it is your life's journey to be able to really sing that song and mean it, because you just want to do that hand just that Beyonce did so bad, then you've missed it because the first sign of trouble, you will run. Because the intent 
was not pure for your sheep. In that instance, it was marriage. If you just want a baby so bad to be able to see how you can create and name something and be able to dress it up and your whole intent is just to, you know, do the selfies like, oh, my baby so cute. And, you know, hide, hide your daughters, you know, um, hide your sons. And it, you just want to you just want a reel of just like, look how pretty my baby is. You've missed it. The first sign of somebody's um not sleeping through the night getting in trouble in school yet yeah, you become faint-hearted real quick because you wasn't invested in it and on the long haul you were just like listen i just wanted to dress it up real cute you know go to baby gap get a little uh name brand this and that and put it on you and you know swoop your baby here <laughs> i wasn't really this is it's a lot of investment do you see what i'm saying what is it that as I'm speaking, it is coming up to you that is clearly identified that this is your sheep? And then when you take your sheep, what is it that you need to tweak because your intent is not fully invested? It's not, your intent is not aligning with the investment. Do you want that promotion at the job just because you want more money? Or do you feel like you would really be a good asset to that particular position? You know how much a company is destroyed because they promoted the wrong people? Are you going to add to that? But then don't let the company feel like, okay, you know what? There's a lot of turnover, so we're going to need more work from you. We may need you to come in on, you know, some of your days off, maybe the weekend. You know, if it requires more of you, let the company need more more from you than what you're were willing to go ahead and invest, oh, you're running. Because your intent was money. Your, your, your intent to blow your business up was fame or some type of fortune, right? It was some tangible, worldly kind of, I'm doing this with the sole purpose of, wow, look how awesome he, she is. And listen, don't get all spiritual on me like, no, I really want to do it because I do want to help people. And listen, we live on earth we breathe this thing called oxygen we very much so sometimes have thoughts that's like it may be a little ungodly and it may be to the point that listen maybe your need for the fame and the fortune and help is probably 50 50 you know maybe the fame and fortune part maybe you know 60 40 but it definitely is is a replica i think it takes a very 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 special <laughs> Um, different wiring type of person to just feel like, no, I would do this and I would do it for free for the rest of my life. And even me saying that sentence, you're like, I would do it, but free. I, Cause when I pay my bill and it says form a payment that I don't see the radio button for free. So I just want to make sure you see what I'm saying? Like this thing freed me to the point of no return. I just looked at this and I'm like, wow. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. And to put that into a different perspective from what I got, a good shepherd would do whatever it takes for what's assigned to it. A good shepherd will, no, there is no mountain high enough. Let me explain something to you. Don't put me in no um, shepherd's clothing because I'm not fighting and running behind nobody's wolf. Okay. Um, no, I didn't take the training course. Okay. Um, didn't look over the webinar <laughs> and these hands to a wolf. It's just not, 
you know, preferable. And I'm not doing it. But what kind of shepherd do you have to be to see that the thing that God assigned to you is in some type of danger and you're going after it any means necessary? I feel like that's the heart that we need to adopt. Not necessarily laying down your life because um, God bless Jesus. He already did that because <laughs> he knew I wasn't going to be brave enough to do it. Like, I love you, but, um, you know. It's just a different level of investment. Every time I think of that, I think about the woman that, do you remember when um, a woman was at the zoo with her child and her child, and I told you this before, the child fell into the gorilla pit and um, she was screaming from the edge of the gorilla thing, hold on, baby, mommy's here. But she was in safety and the baby was down by the gorilla getting all kinds of um, just thrown and flung around. Yeah, her level of investment. Now, listen, no judgment, because I can't say I would have jumped and been like, and I would have, you know, I don't got the Tarzan in me. But her level of investment just, you know, just wasn't there um, to the full extent, regardless of what what that would have looked like. But there was no real alarm in her voice. Like, if any... I mean, anything. All right, maybe I'm not expecting for you to go ahead and jump down into the pit. But, like, I'm taking off everybody's shoe. And we we all throwing on the count of three. <laughs> like, no, we picking up rocks. We No, no, no. We Strollers, ma'am, excuse me. I know, cute baby. Take your baby out. Because I'm throwing everything because I need to get the attention of this gorilla. You see what I'm saying? And then I'm, we going to have to do, I don't know, the human chain link. Yeah, you hold me. I hold you. You go. Yeah, and we gonna, we're going to do something. Because I don't think that the, let's be honest, our initial reaction is not put myself on the line. You know, Mighty Mouse is long gone, right? <laughs> He's done. Um, and I didn't pick up his cape, so I'm not interested. But something should have been like, oh, no, not mine. And it should have been a click of some sort of like, I got to do something. You screaming um, from up here, I don't even think he hear you. <laughs> um, the baby is too. No, we would. I would have, it would have been some kind of some kind of plan and we can always say you know this is what I would have done but I'm just trying to highlight where was her level of investment and I think that's the question that we all need to ask ourselves right before we hit that I think I had enough line right your level of investment was to what with that marriage with that relationship with that family member with that and no judgment Absolutely not, because I'm raising my hand right now. Matter of fact, it's the left hand. There's many of things that I walked away from because clearly I wasn't invested. Job, family, friends, whom, listen, I'm done, okay? And, and to be even more honest with you, my done button is very sensitive. You know, you can brush against it. You can breathe against it in this press. And it's like, what does she do? Like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm just, I'm done. Like, as a matter of fact, there should have been a hyphenated name on me because that's how fast I can be done. No, yeah, don't worry about your state being well done. I'm done. Check, please. Like, have a nice day, right? And so, again, I mean, first off, I just love God and the fact that he gives you what you need, when you need it, how you need it, in a way that you're like, how did I know you were going to speak to me about this through this realm? Because there are so many things that combat against what you really want. And I really, truly feel like if we're not careful we will have our true motives and true intentions corroded by chasing something else for the different reason. I don't believe that we all start off with, man, you know, 
I'm doing this for this particular reason. You know, fame, fortune, the girls, the men. I just want to be in somebody's magazine. I want people to have me on, you know, poster style on their wall. I don't think we start off like that. I think it gets corroded along the process, which is why I think another reason of importance was that's why Jesus kept leaving the disciples and going about and praying. Not saying that he may have had, you know, the wrong ideas and stuff, but I think that's why it's so important to be connected to God all throughout the journey. You need to make room to hear from him. You also need to make sure that you have people around you that remember your why. You rem- I mean, you need the Jonathan to your David. You need the Aaron to your Moses. You need people that are like, mm-mm, you forgot what he said? Okay, he said to throw um, the staff and it's going to turn into a serpent. Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> read me my cue. I forgot, right? And you need those kind of, you know, we call it accountability partners. But this verse just, I mean, I feel like the huge kindergarten book bag that made me like a turtle just came off of me. Because he made me realize a lot of times the weight is not to torture you. The weight is to strengthen your level of investment, your commitment to this particular thing that I'm assigning to you. Because what is guaranteed is that something's going to come along that's going to try to get you to put your running sneakers on and I need you committed Oh, you thought you was going to just come here and just be a good shepherd to some good sheep. And they know my voice and I know theirs. And, you know, they know me and I know them. And it was just going to be sweet. And just, you know, you hear the, see the butterflies just, oh, this is just so relaxing. As a matter of fact, it almost feels like a spiritual spa is so relaxing. No, you are going to have to fight off some wolves. You're going to have to deal with some um, stubborn sheep. You're going to have to deal with the fact that the climate may not be preferable at all times. And, yeah, you still got to wear that outfit. And I know it's not going with the climate and it's making you sweaty, make sweat, sweat. But guess what? That's what's, that's what's required. But you can override and push through and get over any hurdle in front of you if you remember your reason, your why, your intent. What is your motive? Is your why big enough? I've seen people do things that I'm like, what did you, did you eat Wheaties? I mean, what was it that kept you just going and just nonstop? And, you know, I, I have a thing where I start looking up relay races on, um, for the Olympics and things like that on YouTube, because um, I think there's a lot of pressure in winning and then having to set yourself up to win again and again and again. So I've seen people come back from like, I love the underdog story, right? You know, she's smaller than whomever, or he had an injury, and just, and the looks on their faces, it's just like, oh, you're determined, determined. Like when Michael Jordan was playing that basketball game when he had the stomach flu, right? And it was just like, sir, this is all the reason to just go ahead and say, hey, I just needed like a four, give me like a 48-hour turnaround. I think we all could have understood, oh, okay, he got the stomach flu, cool, totally understand. But when your why is embedded in something deeper than a circumstance, it looks a lot like how Michael Jordan was playing with the stomach flu. As a matter of fact, I want to go ahead and challenge you, go look that up. Go look up him playing through that and just look at the fact that, oh, you gave 120%. Where did you find the extra to? 
we would have been okay if he gave 20 because that would have been understandable, right? That would have been, oh, okay. He didn't play his best because, oh, and we would have given him a pass because that one game wouldn't have deterred or overshadowed his greatness at that point, right? But what are you doing or what are you allowing to overshadow what God assigned to you? Are you digging deeper when it's time to dig deeper into another? Like the 80% is cool. The 96 is, uh, you know. I mean, it's above the rest. It got some people who, you know, it's like a citywide test. You're in this column. But to give 100% no matter what without looking for the return to be immediate. You know how many games you got to play before you get a championship ring? Do you know how many races you got to run before you actually make it to the Olympics? Do you know how many tests you have to pass before you actually graduate? Do you know how much exercising you have to do before you see a pound or two come off? I mean, seriously, it's all this, these prerequisites, but you know what the fraternal twin is? As you're chasing and trying to make sure that you're holding on to some stuff, you're going to have, I mean, you're going to have a grocery store option of reasons to quit. Reasons to not put that much into it. Reasons upon reasons. I mean, like, seriously. So I hope this meant to you what it meant to me because it just was a, wow, thank you, God. Thank you for showing me that you are deepening the roots of my why, my intention, my motive. Because when, when the rain comes, like the trees, I need to be able to, to be fluid, to be able to be swayed, but not be able to be broken. I need to be as fluid as if I thought you said do it this way, but then you told me to do it another way, then you know what? Let's get it. I don't know how Noah built that ark for as long as he built it. Never have seen rain. What was your why? And for him, I honestly believe that it was as simple as God told me to do it. And however long it takes is what is just, it's going to get done, period. If we can just tap into a little bit of that, right? If we can just tap into a little bit of Noah, a little bit of the Olympic gold medalist, a little bit of like, where did you come from, Simone Biles? And just looking at all these people who arose to greatness, who, you know, Michael Jordan playing through the, the stomach flu. If we can just tap into a little bit of that, and I believe that God gave it to you. I know that he gave it to you. But I think that in the carton as we're checking out, you know, through the grocery line. And I think if we if we do a good little, you know, synopsis of what's in the shopping cart, we then pulled some excuses in there also. So I challenge you to identify the sheep that was brought up to you in this conversation, whatever it may be. And I challenge you to tell yourself, mm-mm, any means necessary. Because if a shepherd is able to do it for his sheep, then I can do it for what God assigned to me. And you know what these conversations are. The life-provoking conversations. Things that make you say, you know what? I needed that chin check. <laughs> I needed, I absolutely needed that. Honestly, I didn't even look at it like that until you just had, hmm, wow, okay. You see what I'm saying? So go ahead and do what needs to be done. I pray that you got the revelation that you needed from this. And I'm confident that when we talk again, you will be a renewed person because your perspective was changed. 
But as my good nanny says, all right, I ain't going to hold you. Go ahead and um look over your sheet. Nope, go ahead. You're going to have me in trouble, by God. Go ahead and look over your sheet, ma'am, sir. All right, and I'll call you back later. Okay? Later. <laughs>